You are listening to Mark Hatmaker Rough and Tumble Raconteur. This is a grab bag of old school Western martial arts, resurrected indigenous ways and empirical musings tinged with a heavy dose of respect, admiration, let's call it hero worship, for these hosses of yore. Hey crew, this is Mark Hatmaker coming to you for the Command Sharia. Today let's talk about old school scout craft. We're going to be in particular discussing the Moonshiner's Telegraph. It's gone by many names. We're going to go, we've ballparked a Moonshiner's Telegraph because uh, actually where the Command Sharia sits, we're about uh, five miles from uh, uh, the Thunder Road, the uh, Thunder Road of uh, film fame, uh, song fame, and actually uh, reality fame. So, uh, but again, this is all coming from historical record for um, you know, indigenous scouts, what have you. Now, there's three versions of the material we're getting ready to discuss right here. Um, this is all from advanced material from our upcoming book on scoutcraft called Rough and Ready, Old School Scoutcraft for New School Adventures. The three versions are, well, the version I'm getting ready to give you, which is approximately a third of the material, a third of that chapter that you'll see in that book eventually. Uh, version two, which we gave an expanded version on to the free newsletter uh, subscribers. Uh, if you want to subscribe to that, it's free, kids. Uh, head over to our website, extremeselfprotection.com. Scroll down there at the bottom of the page, and you'll see that uh, subscribe for free link. And, of course, the entire chapter with everything in it, including drills, how to go ahead and start doing this every single day of your life, is in the uh, Black Box Brotherhood Members Only Forum. And how do you get part of that? Well, well, then we're talking every month to your inbox. You're getting audio material, video material, print material, yada, yada. It's an old school training uh, lesson plan curriculum right there in your own home. And if you want information on that, again, head over to the, our, our website, extremeselfprotection.com, and have a look at the uh, Black Box Brotherhood. Or just browse around, see what you think, and then we'll give you the list of the nine benefits as we see them. Now let's move on from here. Let's talk about this Moonshiner's Telegraph. Let's talk about birds first. Birds have been used by canny scouts, moonshiners, ambushers, and hunters for eons to know when something's up. Being alert to changes in bird calls and kinds of calls and silence itself can indicate an additional presence in the area beyond your own. Um, Early indigenous tribes and frontiersmen where they used birds as early warning system, as did the moonshiners in the 1930s. And it is from, uh, from this cadre that we acquire that slang for this skill, the moonshiners uh, telegraph. There's an old woodsman's proverb, quote, when birds and bullfrogs go silent, get watchful, my friends, unquote. Uh, but there's more to read in this moonshiners telegraph than merely being alert for silence. First, that whole being alert for silence thing. Well, that's a gargantuan portion of the skill, not the silence itself, but the uh, being alert at all times, the always awareness as opposed to the trendy today situational awareness. Situational awareness applies, applies we got ourselves into an unusual environment, and that's where we're going to have that alert turned on. Our early old day awareness, the environment was always harsh and unforgiving, so you were always aware of what's going on, but you got to learn how to do with that always being in a, cord uh, a cortisol-secreting state uh, that eats away at your heart and lungs and your, your physiology, my friends. We don't want to be paranoid. We want to be enjoy the world out there, but always being able to be cognizant of what's going on there eyes up and ready, all senses turn on. If one ain't awake in all the senses at all times, this uh, becoming an alive thrumming sensorium, as you will, well, uh, all the information I'm going to discuss next is for naught, meaning you one can detect no changes in ambience and environment if one has been oblivious from the word go. Now, for more on the kind of the root skills of our scout craft, uh, how we see them in the Black Box Brotherhood, uh, how to open up the sensorium, see our Suiketu program. It's a morning eight-minute drill set that helps you learn how to get all the senses online and use them all day long. We just released it in January. Head over to the store to take a look. Suiketu program. It's mighty, mighty useful. This is the root skill of all, in my opinion. 
Now let's get on to the birds now. Let's talk about companion calls. All bird species use a chatter amongst themselves when there is no alert. The chatter is known as companion calling. We hear it all the time. This is a perfect time to be discussing this. Spring's right around the corner. And all the birds in my region are just already out there just yakking away. Birds of the same species keep up an almost constant chatter. Think of this as the correlate of you and your friends walking the trail and keeping up an almost constant conversation. A small talk while you watch your step, maneuver around a log, step over that rock. You don't so much announce what you're doing as engage in low-grade small talk, right? Well, you are in that instance engaging in companion calling with your friends amongst birds and humans. Is it in essence a sort of check-in call signal? It's like, all clear here. I'm still here. I'm okay on this end. What we can learn here is that companion calling is almost a steady state. When we find its absence or a change in pitch or kind, then we start looking for signs as to why it dropped away. Birds do that and humans do that as well. We're walking along the trail. All of a sudden we start thinking, hey, Dave, you've not said a word in a bit. Everything Okay. Exactly. Companion calling is dropped away. We start when to check on the internal and the external state. With birds, sometimes the dropping away is our presence. As we go galumphing through the woods, sometimes, well, it is something else altogether. Now, many assume it is silence alone that is to be read from this Moonshiner's Telegraph, but to the wise woodsman, scout, raiding party, there are stages before that silence, and if we only notice once it's gone to silence, well, that may be too late. Now, let's talk about alarm calls. Again, one must be alive to moments. One can uh, detect no changes in tune when one does not hear the tune in the first place, right? Most bird song is complex and or melodic and signifies territory or its mating calls, uh, its community chatter, the aforementioned companion calling. Now, prior to silence, we often have an interim or transition call, designated alarm calling. Alarm calling may proceed to silence or maybe a brief, hmm, hey, what's that? Okay, stand down, my fellow birds. Let's get right back to companion calling. This is analogous to you and your friends on that trail again, one stopping to say, hey, man, is that a bear over there? And y'all stop and peer and offer things like a bear. Where, where are you looking at, man? Up by that rock? If it is a bear, you all act on this information. If it's not a bear, you go right back to discussing the most recent UFC or whatever, and you keep on hiking. You go right back to companion calling. Now, we got to know how to tell the difference between alarm calls and companion calls. Again, this is the area between the silence. Alarm calls are typically short bursts for the following strategic reasons. Young birds need to be able to understand and master the call. Uh, they don't need this com complex skill set. This is just the same way as we uh, teach a young child. We would say, run, Johnny, run to mommy now, as opposed to teaching Johnny, take evasive action and seek cover with all haste. Now, we need short, simple, and direct for the young. Young birds do it. Young That's how we teach our young humans. Exact same thing. Two species, same strategy. Now, alarm calls are typically of short duration, and they avoid low pitches. Why the short duration? Well, too long a call, you give away your location. Birds are they're going to alarm calling because they feel like there's a predator in the area, and they want to not be noticed. It would be the same thing with human beings. You want to go shorter. You want to have a long conversation to keep drawing attention to yourself. And also, why are we avoiding the low pitches? Well, why do the birds avo avoid the low pitches? Well, because low pitches travel further than high pitches, and this is another location giveaway. It is for this very distance-covering reason that foghorns are pitched low and use long blast. It allows ships to pinpoint location. So foghorns are the very opposite of bird alarm call strategy. You want high pitches and short duration. Alarm calls can also be these short, repeated, uh, like clicks or like or ak -ak 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 sounds, or it's uh, kind of that switch off the companion calling. Usually companion calling will not have any sort of clicking or ak -ak -ak little short staccato to it. Uh, the alarm calling will make that switch over, and we can also know that's another form of alarm, uh, alarm calling as well. 
Now, we're going to kind of stop it there. The free newsletter version I talked about will go on to discuss uh, reading bird movement and what it means whenever we have no trans transition calls, no alarm calling. And actually, some of this skill comes down to uh, helping special forces operators in country now spot drones. I kid you not. Something that was being done forever amongst indigenous scouts is now being used by 21st century badass warriors. And in that Black Box Brotherhood Members Only Forum, we uh, go beyond all this trivia we're discussing right now and move actually how you can do drills daily in your own home, specialized in your own region, to learn how to read uh, these companion calls and, and the, uh, uh, the transition calls, the alarm calls, the silence calls. And you're going to be able to take this and um, within 21, 30 days, something like this, realize that you're more alive and awake to it. Once you know this area well, it won't matter wherever you go in the world, You'll be kind of in tune no matter how, even if you're hearing these really exotic companion calls and alarm calls, you're going to be able to read them and recognize them. Anyway, if you'd like more information on this, I'll provide a link to a print version of this material, uh, this uh, this condensed version here. And if you want information about uh, the Suaketu program we've mentioned in here, or the Black Box Brotherhood, or any of our other products, hell, there's hundreds in there, up, uh, head over to ExtremeSelfProtection.com. Take care of yourself, crew. Well, if you dig what we just discussed today, uh, I'd like to invite you to like and subscribe to the podcast. Hell, support it if you want. I'm not your dad. Do what you want. And if you're a glutton for punishment, uh, just visit our website, ExtremeSelfProtection.com. You'll find links to the blog, all of our products, and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of more pages of like musics. <laughs>